It is Friday, June 19th, 2020, and this is the World of Sports Podcast and Radio Show short episode number 16. Welcome back to the World of Sports Podcast and Radio Show short episode edition. It is just me in this episode, uh, Zach Rubenstein. Thank you for listening. Um, the topic I want to get into has been discussed, I know, a little bit, but I did want to give my thoughts on it because some of the stuff out there is, is frustrating. Um, so the first is a notion that I think needs to be uh, explained um, or at least you know made very clear. Um Unfortunately, politics and sports do end up going together. Um, politics ends up, I'm talking like actual U.S. government politics, ends up just in almost everything. And sports is not able to escape it. As much as people like sports as a distraction, and, and trust me, I do too, it is not enough um, to completely escape the wrath of politics. And... So generally speaking, it's not a huge deal. Um, it, it's, politics doesn't really enter sports um, beyond very extreme cases. I mean, of course, there's social stuff, uh, social issues that, that players in different sports want to fight for. Um, and sometimes that goes along with legislation. But I don't think social action should be equated to politics. Sometimes they're different things. But sometimes politics also makes an entrance. Um, and we're in the middle of one of those times right now where... But like it or not, politics is going to be in sports. Um, in large part, that is thanks to the coronavirus. Um, Donald Trump and his feelings about players kneeling has been the other cause of it, um, as well as some of the, the comments with Mike Gundy, the coach of Oklahoma State. But I'm not going to focus on the latter two. I'm going to focus really on the coronavirus in sports. And I did an episode on this already um, very early on in this series. But I, I have to be addressed tonight because it's becoming a reoccurring problem. Um, and it's becoming a problem again in a way that I think is a little problematic. Um, just to be very clear, the coronavirus is real and it is nowhere near gone. And it is still getting worse in a lot of places, including where I am in Arizona when I'm recording this episode. Um, when this episode is out on June 19th, Arizona will have one of the highest uh, cases per 1 million people or 100,000 people even in the world. It is very much raging here and it is very much a problem and it is something that is not anywhere near over. And I think that when this started, uh, the world watched as places like China began to open up a couple after a couple of months. And then we saw Italy open up after a couple of months. And so the idea generally was, well, the United States can then probably open up after a couple months. Well, we have not, I guess, handled it as well. Um, or you can maybe think we have. I don't really want to get into the politics of this myself, at least on that angle. But like it or not, it's there. It's around us. It's still a problem. Whether you live in New York City and it is not as much of a problem or you live in Florida or Texas or Arizona and it is now a big problem. Sports is not able to escape it. 
I've talked a lot now at length in this about in this program about the NBA and their bubble idea. Um, baseball is going to have to figure out what to do to a certain extent, and they may have to end up in a bubble. They can't even get started because they're in the middle of contract negotiations. But once those are cleared up, which will hopefully be soon, they will have to discuss about what to do next. Um, but then, but now the issue is to football. And to be honest, most people, including myself, were not sure that football would even be impacted by this. Uh, the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, came out in March, maybe April, and said that he did not expect to have fans in the stadium for the rest of 2020, and I believe he said for most of 2021. And I, that was the first time I'd ever heard that thought. I didn't necessarily believe it. But if you just use your brain, if you just use your brain, close contact is how this thing spreads. Let's assume no one's wearing a mask. That's where it becomes more clear that this is something that can be easily transmitted with people who are not covering up their their faces. And people who are sick tend to spread it just by breathing. It's, it's semi-airborne. And it can get around large groups of people because it is very, very, very contagious. Even with a mask, when you have people close together like in seats, it can still spread. Uh, different countries, including our own, have seen that. Being outside helps, um, but if you're really close to someone, if you're shoulder apart, if you're touching shoulders pretty much, it's a problem. So that essentially would make you would believe that sports in person would be eliminated. And we've accepted this for baseball and basketball already, but we haven't accepted it for football. And I think we need to start. That's the first thing. We expected this wouldn't infect, uh, impact football at all, and it will. It is, will absolutely impact football, not only this year, it might impact it next year too, which will take a whole nother set of people to, to go along with and believe it. I mean, it had, this has to be nearly eradicated before they at least let people back to anywhere near normal. They might do every third seat or something, but that would still be a very large impact. Um, and while that's important and people don't seem to understand that, that's not really the problem that's currently going on. Although I think it might be the underlying issue. Uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci is the head of the NIH, the National Institute of Health of the United States government. Um, it is a, or he's actually the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. He's the head of that. Um, he has been a leading expert in the coronavirus. Um, he is a, he specializes in coming up with treatments and managed and mitigation strategies for global pandemics. Um, and epidemics. So he is someone who knows what he's talking about, and I'm sure you've likely heard of him. Um, and he was interviewed today on CNN, uh, yesterday actually on CNN, um, and he said that he believed the football teams would need to play in a bubble, like the NBA is, to have their season. And if they didn't want to do a bubble, uh, it was likely to not be possible. Um, he, I'll, I'll, I'll read his words. Uh, this comes from a CBS Sports article about what he said. He said, unless players are essentially in a bubble, insulated from the community, and they are tested nearly every day, it would be very hard to see how football is able to be played this fall. If there is a second wave, which is certainly a possibility, and which would require, and which would be complicated by the predictable flu season, football may not happen this year. So I want to slow down. I want to break this down and slow down. Because all I've heard is, 
Anthony Fauci thinks we need to cancel football. Anthony Fauci thinks we need to we can't play football. Well, he's he's lying and he's wrong and he's been he's been all these things. Okay, slow down. Let's stop. He did not say that we cannot play football. We cannot have football. I'm talking specifically about the NFL. I'll get into college in a second. He what he said was you need a bubble to do this. This may not be practical without a bubble. Like the NBA is done is doing, like the MLS is doing. This is not wouldn't be something the NFL has to invent. This is already available to them readily. The the strategies are there. Um he all he is saying is there is a very like there's a very high likelihood that this will not go away. Now, if you want to get into well, he's been wrong about things in the past and he's gonna be wrong about a second wave, fine. Whatever. I don't personally agree. I think that generally speaking, it makes sense that when people start going out again, that the virus will spread, and that's generally what a second wave is. Um, to be honest, in most places, we haven't finished the first wave. If you don't live on a major East Coast city, uh, for the most part, or I guess a major coastal city, for the most part, most states haven't finished their first wave. But it's very reasonable to believe that, that there will be an increase in cases. Whether or not you want to call it a second wave or a spike or whatever, I don't care. But it is definitely not over, and he is saying that you need to have a bubble. Um, I don't know why people are so upset by this. To me, this is just one of the casualties of this disease. Um, the NFL can easily do a bubble. I don't think this is all that hard. It would be a little weird, sure. But the alternative is, is, is seems impractical. Um, I mean, you, you play once a week. For 16 weeks. Every week is very important. So to have a player get coronavirus would hurt your team, would hurt your record, would not be something fans would want. Um, and older referees or coaches would not be able to coach in it or feel safe doing it. And you wouldn't blame them if they did. So I guess I don't know what people actually think will happen. The idea that this is gone is not true. The idea that this will just magically go away is not true. And even if you want to say that Dr. Fauci's been wrong in the past, which I guess he maybe has been, just on face value, you don't have to think of him as a medical expert. Just use your head. If you open up, there will be cases. And if you have people at sporting events, not including fans, if you have people playing football together, breathing on each other, tackling each other, and then going home to their families every night, where their families are going to school or to work or to other things. I mean, we've seen just in regular life that's how this thing spreads. Who's to say it won't continue to spread that way? If you put everyone in a bubble, you in a bubble you control the movements. Charlie has been on Charlie has been on this show with me a bunch of times, and we've talked about all the different things the NBA is doing. NBA is really afraid of this thing. They're really afraid of this thing. They're trying to keep it under control. The NFL released a statement to this, basically acknowledging uh, that it's a thing, um, acknowledging they're gonna have they're gonna do tests. I don't think testing has really been a question. Um, I don't think any league would start off without a lot of testing continuously. Um, the statement from the NFL is essentially like, yeah, we're we're working on how to deal with this. They didn't come out with anything specific. Um, and people are also mad that Dr. Fauci came out, I guess, two days ago and said that he thinks that baseball maybe needs to wrap up at season, at season due to a second wave. Um, now, baseball's trying to do this without a bubble, um, and they've already accepted there's going to be cases. So I don't actually know. I mean, they might have a higher increase in cases. You might end up in a situation where the team playing in the World Series is missing their best player. Um, 
it's a little more complicated, I guess. I don't know if there will be a second wave. It, for the, to this point, from what I from what I understand, this virus has not followed the normal flu patterns. Um, it might just be a problem whenever. But to come out and say Dr. Fauci is a fraud and you know he's lying and don't listen to him, well, fine. But what he's saying isn't untrue. He might be a liar and he might be a fraud, but what he's saying right now is not untrue. And you don't have to be a genius to figure this out. Just look around you. Do five minutes of research. Watch five minutes of of nightly news. Like like ABC, NBC, CBS. Don't you don't have to watch a news channel. Just five minutes of a of a nightly news show. Your local news, maybe even. And you will see that this is not going away. And to think that that sports fans are out here really I mean, especially on social media, just losing it over this guy pointing this out. I mean, you're going to have, a, I, I guess, a, a rude awakening when when the NFL does have to maybe push back a season or when they do have to go to a bubble or when they do tell you fans can't come. I mean, what are you going to do? Throw a hissy fit? Like, stomp your feet? Fine. Go ahead. But that's not going to open up the stadium for you. The NFL's not going to see video of any particular fan stopping their feet saying, I want to go to a football game and go, oh, we were wrong. We were wrong. We need to open up the stadium because people want to go. It's not really how this thing works. Virus really doesn't care. It will infect anyone and anyone. And it does not have any ability to care or care at all. And this is not going to be just possibly one football season. We are going to have to get used to the fact that our sports are going to be a little bit different for a while. I personally think the NFL will adopt a bubble. and Or maybe a bubble within a bubble. I mean, they might put a bubble around each particular city and and try to just manage it that way. Maybe they don't think they can get everyone into one place. That's for the NFL to decide. Now to college sports, because that's a little more complicated. Uh, specifically, in this case, college football, because they're the first sport. Again, people just assumed that this would be gone by September and we could play college football. Um, the complicated part is that even if it did disappear by September, which it will not, uh, college athletes normally return to campus like mid-June. They would, in a normal year, they would return within the second week of June. They would already be on campus working out, especially football players. Um the NCAA was able to decided that they were going to leave it up to specific conferences and schools. Um, and schools, certain schools have slowly had athletes return. Um, last week or two weeks ago, Alabama football said they had cases amongst their football players. Auburn said they had cases amongst a couple athletes. Arkansas had seven cases across a few sports. Um, there are a few different teams and sports in different schools. Yesterday, uh, on Thursday, Texas announced they had 13 players or athletes with, with coronavirus, and they had 10 more in isolation. That's becoming a real problem. The NFL doesn't have that many cases. Basketball and baseball don't have that many cases. College sports are becoming a cesspool for this, apparently. It's spreading like wildfire. Um, you can't even... How do you do a bubble in college sports? I don't actually know the answer to this. It's a real problem. There might be some amount of we're willing to risk it. These are young people in their early 20s who are in incredible physical shape. They are the by far least likely to be impacted by this severely. Maybe we can just send them out to empty stadiums. Again, no fans. There will not be fans in college football if they play. Um, 
I, I'm sorry to think that if you think you can fill up every third seat, I can't imagine it happens. Um, the NCAA, I believe, will step in. Same with college basketball, too, by the way. I don't know what will happen in the fall or winter um, when college basketball starts, maybe by, by next March, when you get to March Madness, if there's a vaccine that's readily available, maybe they'll be allowed to have people in it. Maybe people who have the vaccine, something like that. Um, the college football is a problem, and, and there's no real answer to it. And I don't know that it will even happen. Um, I have a feeling they will try it. There's too much money on the line, um, and they seem to not care enough about people getting it to make them stop having people return to campus. Schools are still having people return to campus, even in states that are being hard hit. So I see no reason why they wouldn't keep sending people to campus. Um, I think they'll try it. But I, I can't believe I'd say this again. The coronavirus is not gone. It is not going away, at least anytime soon. And just because you want to use sports as a distraction doesn't mean that the coronavirus is going to skip over sports. And if you think politics shouldn't be in sports, then I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Politics will be in sports. It is in sports, and it will always be in sports. Some things are bigger than sports. Some some of times it's social issues. It's Black Lives Matter. It's players that want to let the world know that they will not shut up and dribble. And sometimes it's actual politics. It's congressmen and congresswomen and senators and local officials who are going to make decisions about how many people enter stadiums, who's even allowed to return to campus, I, the point of this is to keep people from dying. There's already 115,000 people that have died from this. The point is to try to stop that. The point is to try to stop people from being really sick and in the hospital. This is not a personal... The problem is that this isn't a personal choice. You make the personal choice to, to go out and get it. You can make the personal choice to go out, but if you get it, you tend to give it to people who make the personal choice not to go out. Like it, it, It's not like... If you go out and get it, it's you can't spread it. It's, you know, you're bad. You went out and made a mistake. So I don't know what ends up happening in sports. But the people who want to attack Fauci can attack him. But make sure you're attacking him for the right reason, right? Don't use him as your scapegoat to try to eliminate this from sports. Like, you think that he's going to apologize over the weekend and just say, you know, I realize that people really want football and... I think the coronavirus is going to understand. I think we should be able to play football because we will tell the coronavirus that our football players are off limits and our fans are off limits. Um, it can readily spread throughout any other part of the community, but, you know, football is sacred. If baseball, America's pastime, is worried about coronavirus, and basketball is too, it will be in everything. It will be. It, it will be in everything. It already is. So I guess I will conclude by saying, uh, use your head. Do the right, think, think for yourself. Do the right thing for yourself and other people and stop whining about football. I, whether or not they play this year, football will be back. There will be sports again. And so far you've made it four months without it three and a half who's to say you can't go three more i mean if you whatever you've been doing the last three months do it again you will have sports back you will have the nba you will have major league baseball 
You will have National Hockey League, NHL. Those have already announced. Stalker's supposed to come back, I believe, in the next two weeks. Maybe three. Maybe the beginning of July. They are all supposed to come back. I don't think football will let itself be hung out to dry. But I don't think they're going to do it the way you want to do it because you want them to do it that way. That's not how this works. Fans don't get to dictate everything. Even fan, even municipalities that own teams. Like Green Bay owns the Packers. They don't still get to tell them what to do. So lay off, use your head, move on, be prepared to move on, stop being so angry, like I guess I am. Thank you for listening, and hopefully tomorrow I can get back to the more fun stuff. Hopefully there's a baseball agreement. Charlie and I can laugh about the some of the stuff that's come out in the NBA. And uh, hopefully we can have some fun around here. Because even though there's not active sports on television, there's still fun that we can have. Anyway, thank you for listening to my rant. And at least I will see you tomorrow on the World of Sports Podcast Radio Show Short Episode Edition.